Greetings, I'm Dr. Chris Frickman, and you're listening to Vibrant Potential, a podcast where I interview world-renowned doctors, best-selling authors, fitness experts, and other thought leaders in all areas of health. Every Tuesday, I bring you practical tips and advice so you can conquer stress, find the right diet and workout regimen for you, and live the life that you want. This week, I'm excited to bring you a bonus episode I'm calling Inspiration Spotlight. Sometimes I meet people that are embodying this show's philosophies and living their vibrant potential. It's fun for me to share with you how these inspirational people are doing that every day, right beside you and I. Before I introduce today's guest, I have to say thank you to everyone that has left a review on iTunes or subscribed to the show. Because of you, Vibrant Potential has made the illustrious, new, and noteworthy list of podcasts in just its second week. Now, in our fourth week, we are climbing those ranks toward the number one spot. Here's what one listener had to say. Dr. Chris, you've nailed this. Great guests, great content. You take high-level content and condense it into palatable and meaningful information. Thank you for all you do. I'm looking forward to more podcasts from you. You got it, brother. I plan to keep them coming. Thanks for the feedback. If you want to let me know how I'm doing, log into iTunes, search Vibrant Potential, click on Ratings and Reviews, and then write a review. It's that simple. Let me know how I'm doing and who you'd love to hear me interview. Let me know if there's any topics that are near and dear to your heart. Today's show spotlights Alice Priggy. Alice is a local attorney, mother, and CrossFit athlete. In today's show, she shares a couple of major setbacks in her life, how she has used her attitude and her workouts to get her through when she says she felt like giving up. I'll warn you, there are a few tears shed in this episode, but the story's worth it. Rock on, Alice. Welcome to Vibrant Potential. We provide you with everything you need to know to overcome stress, fatigue, and chronic health challenges, as well as optimizing your performance in fitness, relationship, and business. We use integrative health solutions and functional medicine strategies, including brain-based approaches, inspired fitness tips, emotional intelligence coaching, and spiritual growth techniques, so you can live the life you want, connect deeply with others, and fulfill your vibrant potential. Your host is functional medicine expert, genetic biohacker, and triathlon coach, Dr. Chris Frickman. So uh, today I'm going to, I'm starting something new, the Inspiration Spotlight. I am going to be introducing you to Alice Preggy. This is someone that I find to be extremely inspirational. And I reached out to her and asked if she would just share her story. So that's that's literally what this podcast episode is going to be about. She's just sharing her story. It's very touching to me. Uh, Alice, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Alice and I just happen to have several friends on Facebook that that are that are in common. Alice is, um, you know, among many other things, Alice works out and does um, some fairly competitive CrossFit. And, uh, so we have some of the same, you know, we run in some of the same athletic circles because of that. And I just happened to see some posts of Alice, and she was competing in. Alice was at the Granite Games. 
Yeah, so it was the Granite Games. Granite Games. She ended up injuring herself, which she'll kind of tell the story a little bit about. She ended up injuring her knee, and she ended up having to, uh, I'll let her tell the story on it and stuff, but it was apparent through the Facebook stuff that it was like, this was a, a knee injury that was, you know, significant, but she was still going out there doing like everything that she could to stay active. She was getting on the row machine, but she had to keep her knee immobilized so she couldn't do like a real row exactly she was she was just moving from the hips and I just thought oh my gosh that is dedication to fitness right there and I just have to find out why like why why is she so dedicated so I just reached out to her and and she was happy to share her story and and it was so moving to me that that I just thought this is perfect I want to share this with you so Alice, um, will you tell us a little bit about, first, maybe just tell us about the injury that just happened. Okay, sure. Well, like you were saying, Chris, I um, I do compete in CrossFit competitions, and I've done quite a few. And the most recent one was the Granite Games, which is a very um, relatively high-level competition, um, although different people compete at different levels. But I was competing in the RX division, which was perhaps a bit of a stretch for me, um, which is neither here nor there. The injury happened in a pretty standard clean that I've done literally thousands of times. And I haven't had a history of knee problems, but my, my knee collapsed from under me. And in, on a positive note, the clean was good, so it counted. Um, nice. But I wasn't able to continue in the competition. <laughs> right, I know. I wasn't able to continue in the competition. And initially, I didn't realize how bad the injury was. But it, it turned out that I have a completely ruptured ACL, which means a level three tear, that there's no, um, my ACL simply isn't there anymore. Um, and I also have a completely torn meniscus. So it will require surgery. Um, and that was only um, about two weeks ago tomorrow. Um, so I'm still in the process of scheduling surgery. But um, the, the one thing that the people that I've spoken with thus far have said is that as somebody who is athletic and, you know, fitness is important to me, or even just as a person who wants to be able to walk and do the things that I want to do, um, sitting around and doing nothing isn't going to help my knee. And I need to kind of work through the pain and get myself what they call prehabbed in order to have the surgery. And then after the surgery, I will be able to rehab my knee and hopefully get back to a full range of motion and the ability to do all the things that I want to do. And so what what Chris was saying is I, I do share some of my um, workouts and, and other things on Facebook, but what I was sharing on, on Facebook was that I, I do have a pretty catastrophic injury, and it is pretty devastating for me, and I may be out of doing athletically the things that I want to do for six months to a year, but that doesn't mean that I can't do anything, um, and so I am looking to find ways to do what I can. Um, so what, what Chris was referencing is um, my new, uh, I guess, best exercise, which is rowing, because at this point, I can't very, I can't very well um, bend or straighten my knee consistently. Um, that's something that I'm working on on the stationary bike, but it's difficult to get any sort of a cardiovascular workout or really any sort of an actual workout when I'm really just trying to get range of motion. Um, so at least with rowing, um, I'm able to work up a sweat and I'm able to um, see, see what I can still do athletically um, to, to help my mood and to help um, everything else that, that I work out for and, and still also uh, do the physical therapy that I need to do to prehab myself for the surgery. Right. Clearly, it's important for you to continue to work out 
And I'm wondering if you can tell me some of the reasons why, like, like you mentioned mood or emotion there. What do you notice in your life that if you're working out, it seems to be better versus if you're like, why not just take six months off? In other words, you know, like, okay, I guess I'd be catch up on some movies and not work out for six months. Sure. And I think, you know, to some people that sounds really fantastic. And right. to me that sounds absolutely horrible because I know that I wouldn't feel good. Um, and that's not to say that I need to have the best workout of my life every day, but I know that I am mentally better able to approach anything that might be not awesome in my life. And I'm also better able to live my best life if I feel good about myself and if I know that I am doing um, my best effort. And again, that doesn't mean that if I have a poor workout or if I happen to miss a day, which doesn't happen very often, thankfully, but it doesn't mean that everything falls apart for me and I think I'm a bad person if I don't do it. But I do know that I give myself the best chance to be my best me if I am consistently putting forth the effort to keep my my health intact um, as, as much as I can. And that, that includes, you know, eating right and making making sure that I do what I can to, to get as much sleep as I can. I want to I want to be, you know, the best athlete I can be, but that's probably not the biggest component for me. I want to be able to be the best mother I can be, the best wife I can be, the best lawyer I can be, everything that's everything else that is a part of my life, I think is better when I feel good about my health. How is how's your fitness and working out and that kind of stuff, how does that show up in uh, in your being a mother, both both in terms of like role modeling, but also in terms of just like like wh- where do you notice it? Like energy levels or, you know, like how, how does that impact your mothering? Well, I'm, I've, I've been pretty athletic throughout the entire time that, that I've been a mother, so I don't have anything to compare it to. But I can say um, that it's never been a question to me whether I would be physically able to take my daughter to the park. And it's never been a question to me whether I was capable of pushing a stroller for five miles when she was younger or um, any, anything physical that we want to do, riding a bike. I can, I can run along beside her. I can, well, right now I can't, but <laughs> yeah, theoretically, yeah. once my knee is better. Um, I, I, I can do all the things physically that being a mother entails. And, you know, I, I like to do active things with her. I mean, I think kids like to play. Kids like to, you know, go across the monkey bars. And that's something that I can show her how to do and I can do with her. And I can also, you know, help her explore her own physical boundaries and push them a little and, and see, see what types of fun things she might be into. That sounds like being physically fit and the health and the energy and the vibrancy that you get from that uh, give you a level of freedom. Is that a word that resonates with you? Yeah, I would say that's true. I, um, I, I, I don't, I don't feel fearful when I jump off a pier into the water with her that I won't be able to swim myself back or save her if, if she should have trouble in the water, if that makes sense. I, yeah, I yeah. I think I, actually, I think I saw a picture on Facebook of that. That, that was a, that was a fun picture. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, I do feel, I, I think freedom is, is, a, is a good word. I mean, I'm feeling a little bit um, less free now with, with the injury since I can't move as I want to. Sure. Um, but I still, um, I, I know that I am modeling for my daughter um, determination and that it is, it is important to keep a smile on your face and, and keep doing what you can do, even if you can't necessarily do everything that you want to be able to do. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's awesome, Alice. Hey, you mentioned that you're an attorney. How does how does being fit and healthy how does that show up in in your professional career? 
directly, um, being fit isn't a component of being a good lawyer, but for me personally, it allows me to, to be focused. Um, I do, um, I use the word kinetic a lot when I, <laughs> when I, when I think about things, but I do a lot sure. of kinetic thinking. So when I have a, a difficult problem to solve, oftentimes thinking it through while I'm on a long run or doing some sort of other physical activity, the answer will come to me. Um, but in a, in a more whole way of looking at it, um, it, it's a way to connect with people. Um, it's something that people know about me and they will ask about me. And it's, you know, different people at different um, stages and phases of their, of their lives do different athletic things. So there's, you know, there's an attorney that I work with who's in his 60s who runs marathons. And just as, you know, some people I might talk with their kids about with him, I talk about, you know, what marathon is he training for? And he will talk with me about the things that I do. So it's a way of kind of bringing people together with common interests. Yeah. That's awesome. That yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it totally makes sense. Health and fitness are a pretty big deal for me. So I, I certainly feel like, could I be a chiropractor? Could I be a functional neurologist, a health coach? Could I do the things that I do and be like extremely overweight and, and never work out and, um, you know, kind of be weak or, or whatever? Could I do those things? Like, yeah, it's, it's possible. I mean, obviously, but then I would feel like, you know, I'm not walking the talk, so to speak. And I, I know for me, I think more clearly if I work out regularly, my energy is better if I work out regularly. So, I mean, it's something that to me, it affects every area of your life. And, and so I appreciate you kind of highlighting how that shows up for you so that others can kind of hear that stress is a, is a huge issue for, for all of us. Everybody is stressed, but how we deal with stress is, is going to be like the, the number one sort of uh, outcome predictor about how uh, how our lives are going to kind of pan out from that stress, right? It's like it, the amount of stress that the amount of like difficulties that we come up against aren't. It, it's not like oh the the person with the least amount of stress gets the the most awesome life. That's not the way it works. How we deal with the stressors and the obstacles and the challenges that come our way in life just has just a huge uh, significance on, on what our what the outside sort of external outcomes of our life are, but also our experience of what our lives are all the way along. Can you now share with us the, the, sh- the story that you uh, shared with me? Sure. Um, I, I completely agree with you that people who are happy are not necessarily and certainly not always people who have had a blessed life in the sense of not having any trauma or drama or difficulties or obstacles. They are people who have chosen to be happy and who are doing what they can to um, appropriately handle with stressors that are thrown their way rather than throwing up their hands, giving up, blaming other people, and um, not taking responsibility for their own happiness. Um, and that's, I think that's, it's very easy to do. I, I've certainly been there when you feel like um, obstacles in your way are insurmountable. And I'm sorry, I get a little, I get a little choked up. Um, and, you know, for example, with, with my knee, that's an obstacle that's in my way, but I definitely realize that it's not, it's not life-threatening. It's not something that is unique. It's not something that I can't handle. Um, but I think what you're, what you're referring to is um, one of the biggest obstacles in my life and one thing that has um, really helped me to focus on my, my own health and what I can do to um, maintain a happy life is about four years ago, um, my husband killed himself, and it was very devastating. It was traumatic for me, and um, it was very 
tempting for me to just give up and to just, it, it felt like my life was over and that I couldn't see what, what I could possibly do to overcome that obstacle. Um, but thankfully, um, for, for various reasons and with a lot of, you know, helping and guidance and hope from other people, I made the decision that I was going to um, be active in my own life, that his life was over, mine was not, and I could keep going if I made the choice to keep going, and that I could have a, a happy life if that was the life that I chose, um, and that I didn't um, you know, it certainly is understandable um, when people make different choices, but I do think that it, it is a choice. Every day, whatever you do, you, you have a choice in how you choose to deal with whatever the stress may be, whether it's, you know, sort of a silly thing like a hurt knee or a, a really pretty major thing like a spouse dying or wh whatever it might be. And we all have obstacles. Um, and just because someone's obstacle is different from yours doesn't mean that it's not important in the in their life. Uh, but so... I, I made the decision, um, thankfully, relatively quickly, that I wasn't going to be defeated. And um, one thing that really helped me in the, in the first, uh, you know, days, weeks, months, um, was, was being active and um, working through my stress. And it, it helped to calm me down and to feel like I did have some control and I could be active in my life. And I, want, I had a young daughter at the time. She's about to turn seven. Um, but I wanted to be there and present in her life rather than focused on um, the pain of the past. And so I wanted to be active in actively choosing a happy life for me and showing my daughter that it's not what happens to you, it's how you handle what happens to you. And for me personally, um, physical fitness is, is a major component of that because um, while in the short term it can feel good to you know, eat a tub of ice cream and, and watch Netflix for three days. In the long term, that's not going to help me be a better person. It's not going to deal with the actual stress that I have. Um, and it's not going to be showing a good, um, it's not going to be being a good role model for my daughter. And obviously, I, I make mistakes all the time. And um, I'm not 100% uh, successful in, in choosing happiness every moment of every day. But that is what I do try to do, um, and being fit is a major component of being happy for me. Wow. Oh, I mean, I almost don't know what to say to that, uh, except that, I mean, I really honor your decision about choosing how you're going to move forward. I'm really sorry for your loss, but your attitude about the whole thing is so inspirational. It makes me think about... You know, some of the things that I've been through that I think are hard that, you know, in my life and, and everybody's had that. And and you mentioned having living a blessed life. And I know there's uh, there's one way of thinking about it that like kind of like a, a blessed life, quote unquote, would be having this, you know, like, oh, all your problems are taken care of for you and or like you have no problems, you know. Uh, but another kind of way of looking at it is it's almost a blessing and i mean i don't mean it to sound like making light of of what's hard by any means but it's the hardships are almost they almost are the blessing because then you're able you're able to grow you're able to decide that i'm going to show up for my daughter i am going to choose what uh is best for me and like how i'm going to move forward i'm not just going to let life happen to me i'm going to choose 
how I'm going to lay this out, sort of. And, of course, you have to kind of roll with what life gives you, of course. But it's uh, obviously you're not under total control of it. But I feel like you have you've done that. You've you've rolled with what with what life's been giving you. And and you you respond in such a powerful way in the areas that you can actually influence. So I just so applaud you for that. And um, thank you for sharing it. Yeah, th- well, th- thank you. And I, um, I completely agree with you that, you know, nobody wants adversity in their life. But you're absolutely right that it's through adversity that we become who we, who our best us is. I mean, I know that I have become um, more compassionate toward other people um, who have suffered either, you know, either similar um, obstacles or even completely separate obstacles. But just knowing that everybody has their thing. And, you know, be, be kind to other people who, who may be struggling and try to show them hope that there is a way to be happy despite what life has, has thrown at you. Awesome. Thank you, Alice. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the show, everyone. Visit drchrisfrickman.com for more cutting-edge content, including nutrition and detoxification advice, unique fitness videos, and more.